Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing on this fantastic night? I'm a little bit sleepy. I I'm, can tell that this is going to be a great episode already I'm already from my, the start. I'm already in my PJs, quarter after eight. Uh, those are nice PJs. <laughs> so we got an exciting episode for you guys today. It's time for SEO Questions from Reddit, part three. Yeah, Woo! we've done this uh, before. We did a part one and part two, and then that means it's the third one. And they were so successful that we did a third one. It's happening right now. But also, we ran out of some ideas because we didn't prepare before this. And this is a good way to uh, fill some time with that episode. Well, we could have been talking about link building with, with your buddy, or we could talk about Facebook. But or the medic update. But or the medic. I don't want to. I promised we'd answer some of these questions. From I don't want anything that's like in-depth analysis and take too much brain power because I'm trying to shut off my brain but already. But this is good because these are questions that people actually have out there that need answers to. So we're cool. going to give you some solutions. Exactly. And it's February 13th. So if you you know posted something on Reddit around that time and no one really gave you a good answer, well, maybe... Uh, we'll answer it for you, or maybe we don't know the answer either. We'll find yeah. out. So, all right, Ryan, you want to go ahead and read that question? Yeah, sure. So it's from uh, Peter. He's out in uh, somewhere in New York. It's not give away his location. It's not, that's what I said. It's somewhere <laughs> in New York. Um, and then his, uh, okay, never mind. So I enjoy the podcast. Keep up the good work. Oh, cool. Well, that's just like a little yeah, bit. Thanks, of man. Maybe back. just read okay. the question. Oh, you know? here we go. I have a subscription to monitorbacklinks.com. I noticed that my images were getting scraped and I was receiving backlinks with anchor text of, and in quotations, it's like a dot. Additionally, it turns out these scraping websites shared the exact same IP address. Okay, so let's note all these parts. Okay. I looked at the backlinks of my two main competitors that I monitor, and their websites were not getting scraped, and they had much healthier anchor text profile, meaning it's probably more diversified. Right? That's what I'm assuming it yeah. means. For better or worse, I ended up disavowing all the links. I'm not sure I did the right thing. I thought it was negative SEO, all in caps, so emphasis, I thought it was negative. What do you think? Am I being paranoid? Remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean that you're, they're not out to get you. I agree. I'm, I can be paranoid about things, too. Thanks in advance, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's okay. out to get you, first of all. Um, well, no, no But is being paranoid, paranoid, yeah, probably a little bit. Um, Nothing wrong with being paranoid in SEO. Just, yeah. It's just uh, kids who will kick in the booty to do more stuff, honestly. I mean, like the ways that you can really do negative SEO and make an impact are kind of limited now based on like all the algorithm updates that have happened over the past like five years. Uh, really like the real-time Penguin one, I think it's, it's going to make like building a massive amount of links for things not as important as, as it was. Um, like Google's pretty good at like knowing like the value of like a link and then just saying like, oh, we're just not going to value a link from that like that source anymore mm -hmm. so I wouldn't worry like too much about it I mean this happens all the time too um, it's not necessarily like someone doing like negative SEO uh, usually if there's like a, like a bunch of porn links pointing to you or you know like or someone hacked into your website and like did some stuff like that uh, the major way like that negative SEO happens that I've seen is like people build citations to like your local Google my business like like your nap info, and they, they oh, build like a bunch all wrong and like screw it all up. They throw up like a number and, and there's phone numbers off. That really could, nothing that, you can do about that to stop it. That um, wouldn't hurt, and I completely agree because citation seems to be one way you could do negative SEO because that nap cohesiveness is the name of the Oh, it's so important. Um, as far as negative SEO, I mean, the thing is that uh, Google's obviously aware of what people are doing out there, and they know that with every positive tactic, there's a negative tactic. And I think that there was maybe about a few years ago, maybe like three, four years ago, was about. Um, the time where like disavow like made more sense, but at this point, yeah, I haven't disavowed links in uh, for like a couple of years, honestly, since they they updated like the real time penguin stuff. Um, so honestly, I, I, w I wouldn't worry too much about anything coming to your website like that. I mean, if you really look at like the link 
profile of like a really really large website and i work on one that's like over a million people in traffic like a month uh you know there's all kinds of crazy stuff in there and it's it's not necessarily like hurting anything from that perspective so i hope (laughs) sorry guys some craziness outside oh my god downtown orlando baby crazy place to live um yeah so i hope that answered your question so like I said, you know, don't worry too much about it. I don't think you're getting negative SEO at all. And if they are doing negative SEO, they don't know what they're doing. They're not doing it very well. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's not like a negative impact, like you're not doing anything else, and all of a sudden like things are going nuts, and your TFCF or DAPA go nuts. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. And so a little advice too, like if you see like a drop in a page and there's a bunch of crazy backlinks, then maybe it is negative SEO. Um, I'm not saying never like disavow links. Like you can do that. But what, what it's kind of telling you is like, whatever the keyword is, keywords, keyword or keywords are that you dropped for, like that's like what is being like over optimized. And so it's like you get the opportunity to like add some, uh, some different uh, anchor text out there to like diversify that. That, that, that was that like page. one, well, that was like one last note I was going to leave it with is because let's say that those links, you know, instead of having negative impact, they have no impact, but it's because the, the anchor text portfolio, yeah. um, would that be the only thing that you should be like, worried about because even though you have a thousand links that come in and none of them do anything negatively it, but it skews your I don't your, think it, it matters if Google knows like those links are like crappy links like okay. I don't think it's taking into account like the anchor text of it or like the quality from it or, or really anything um, you know they've gotten pretty good at figuring out what spammy links are yeah so uh, I, th- I think the bottom line is we don't really think it's going to affect anything but if you want peace of mind go ahead and just do it because it doesn't take that long yeah yeah um, okay so I hope you answer your question but now we're going to move to the meat and potatoes of the episode. So That's where we answer some awesome questions. So we're going to go through Reddit, and we're going to pick the ones that we we know how to answer. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm Very gonna, selective here. I'm going right. to hang out. I'm going to watch UCF uh, beat that USF ass, as usual. I wouldn't expect um, it to go any other way, especially if... Here's for, a good you know, question. Oh, okay. Uh, here we how go. to quick rank a new website on Bing? Um, so look uh, up uh, SEO tactics from 2013 and just do those, and it'll rank really well on there. I, I agree, and, and make sure that the, uh, the the URL actually has keywords in it. Yeah, because Bing does like, like that. almost what Google tells you not to do. Uh, just do all those things, and usually like it'll crush it in Bing because the algorithm is so old. It's and, old. Like, I don't know if they're updating it's it. It's really unsophisticated because um, they don't make enough money to like to support like the number of updates and like the staff that they need to like put all that into it so i, I guess yeah i guess I'd, I'd have to ask what are what well, would be the reason that why you would want to rank specifically in bing i can think of two reasons a you did like really great market research and realized that the most of your ideal clients use bing for some reason or two you're an seo company or or like a freelancer like an that, that promised that, well, that promise to <laughs> like, client that you can rank it on Bing. Yeah, I, I think like just uh, you know go nuts, spam it out, man. Like, so, so I mean, my advice really would be make sure you really do pick a URL that has keywords in it for real. Yeah, and then also um, you can probably get away with a lot of link building that you could buy in Fiverr and other places that, like that. Yeah, honestly, um, and that that also holds up if you're doing stuff in Europe as well and Google in Europe. You and, can do some really old school sketchy black hat stuff and it just it crushes it i think that you would opt to create content that was much more keyword heavy that would happen on google i think one thing that you should consider if you want to go for bing just don't expect to also rank on google yeah i mean i would say that if you rank well on google you'll probably rank well on bing but then not but not if you're like how do i rank well in google yeah here's the thing is like a lot of like the the updates they made to like backlinks and stuff that never happened in 
Google. Oh, sorry, that never happened in Bing. It only happened in Google. So like, they weight the value of backlinks much much heavier than like Google does at this point in the quality of content. Um, and like that, the threshold of Google is like much higher. So like, have a shitty site with some average backlinks, you fucking you got it. I know that's that, that's really about it. And then one one party note too is that. Um, we still don't. We still don't know. We'll probably never know why you said Bing, but um, but <laughs> dude, seriously, if if you if you can send us an email about why you want to rank in Bing, like I would love to read well, it. I, so you can send that to seos at gmail dot com, and I would love to read why you want this. Yeah, we're, I'm just gonna tell <laughs> you right now. I mean, I look at all my clients' analytics and everyone, everyone's analytics, and you're not gonna expect to get. Um, more than six or seven percent market share on Bing. I mean, yeah. Google's eighty percent plus. So just That's keep that in mind. That's almost like I've never seen anyone say, "How do I rank in Yahoo?" Same as Bing. Um, just do the same stuff, even worse. So, okay, here's another. Here's a good one. We both have opinions on this one for sure. Okay. Any advice about online SEO courses? Okay, cool. My advice is uh, don't uh, pay for them. Yeah, there's just way too much information out there. Um, like just listen to our podcast. You'll learn everything you need to know. We're this podcast, free podcast, right? Here. I mean, it's it's hodgepodge. It's a little scatterbrained, and it's like kind of bounces back and forth. But of course, this is a great starting point sort for of for, for like jumping past basic, probably right into intermediate. Um, every single one of my interns that starts with me always reads the beginner's guide to SEO by Moz. Um, I always think it's like a pretty good. I don't know how often they update it anymore. I think they re- update it somewhat regularly. Um, Take it with a little that's, bit of a grain of salt, as well. but it, it's it's good. You know, you can YouTube stuff. Um, yeah. you, can, you can read like Google's guidelines and use that as a foundation so and upgrade me, it later. Let me put it this way. Anyone teaching you about SEO started at the same place that, like all of us did. And it's not like there's a degree. I mean, there might be degrees in it. I, I don't know if I get one. Oh my God. Can you imagine like paying a lot of money for oh, SEO? No. I'd oh, make me so geez. sick. Um, but like even the experts that that post on like major blogs and that you can read out there, um, it, they start all in the same place, and it's just trial and error and like reading the terms of service that like Google gives you and just experimenting. Um, that would be you. You really want to get an SEO education as like try and build a website and try and rank it for something. I love it, and, and like that will teach you. And then like learn as you go. When you get to a point where you don't know what to do, Google like what to do in the situation. Read some articles, watch some YouTube videos, and just like just learn it in like bits and pieces until you know what you're doing. And then yeah. you put it all together, just, and then you know how to do it. Just just set like a hard goal with like a brand new website. I mean, you're not going to rank for like you know snuggies like the pros out there. Yeah. But like maybe some sort of long tailed thing like um, dog bowls for small dogs. I'll tell you a, a good place though. I'll give you a good resource, and he hasn't done anything in a long time and he definitely sold out mockingbird no um uh, source wave uh, so if, yeah if you go to like youtube that's kind of random that's kind of random seo stuff though well yeah but like he so alex becker um if you're like really into seo you've been into it for a few years you, you know who alex becker is um you know he's basically sold all kinds of seo tools and training he's made a bunch of money off of it he doesn't do seo anymore but he's what, what a does really, he just sells courses and whatnot? He's a really non-technical person, and he does a really good job of explaining things in layman's terms that are like sort of technical because he just had to like figure out and learn it, and then he was able to explain that. So if like you have no idea how to build a WordPress site, he'll show you like, hey, this is how you get hosting. This is how you like add the domain to. I the didn't hosting. really know he did anything that rudimentary. All this stuff. Okay. What? I didn't know it was that rudimentary for for his stuff. Yeah. So it's like I have no idea how to do any of this stuff. He'll. He has all the videos. He walks you through it. He talks thing about things in very, very layman's terms, and you'll begin to have an understanding of it. 
Um, I mean, you're just going to have to build like your SEO knowledge from there. And like, you know, the, the thing is, it's sort of like finance where there's a lot of like complicated terms to make it seem like people will know how to do it. And, oh my like, God. Finance is so much more complicated. That they than want this. you to like, just not pay attention to it. Right. It's like filled with like purposely like complicated terms to, to make it seem like that. Right. Um, but just like finance, which is way more complicated. So than much SEO, more complicated. But you, you know how in finance is just like the, the way that they like phrase things. It's like purposely to be like complicated. Well, it's because it's underlining discipline is like calculus and crap like that That's too. True too. So. Um, but it's not anything that anyone could learn. Well, there's definitely going to be cut off for some people. For both, for, be, for SEO a, and finance. Be cut off, yeah, for some people for both. It's going to happen things. a lot quicker in finance and SEO though. <clears throat> That's true, but I think that my argument anyway, is anyway is still valid. That there's like a lot of things. <laughs> we're definitely getting centric. Yeah, we're but so like Alex Berger is good. Watching the videos is fantastic. Um, Mockingbird is like some some good stuff. Reading the search engine lane is still relevant. Remember the day that like like they said uh, Google like de-indexed all search engine lane because they thought oh, yeah, that, that they didn't like recently. Yeah, they did by accident though. Yeah, um, it wasn't that they like so, sincerely hated them anymore. But or one of the things I'm going to tell you though is uh, like. The very lar- like highly trafficked websites about SEO, the very commercialized ones, so you can think like Moz, Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal, they're not going to tell you stuff that's like black hat, right? They tow the company line. Like they're the people that get invited to like the trade shows and the conferences and they partner with they partner, with, speakers, Go- they partner, they partner with, Google. with Google, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're not really they're not really there to tell you how to break Google's terms of service and you know people who are really really good. Uh, at SEO, I mean, I'm gonna just tell you straight up, they 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 do completely black hat stuff. Like the they, people that make millions well, they, of dollars, like well, they just they just do because like, they they want to take advantage of everything. You always want to push the boundaries, of everything. That's how you do it. Um, so you can go on black hat world in that case, and then you take you know you take what you want from there. You don't have to, you know, there's white hat, gray hat. There's plenty of great white hat people. They're mostly content. That's yeah. about it. And then yeah. there's gray, and they start getting into. But I, you know, just like so. consider the source and like what they have like at stake in the game. Um, you know, any legitimate agency isn't gonna tell clients that they're doing black hat stuff, right? They're not gonna say we're doing things that could get your website de-indexed or get you <laughs> and like. The, and then the trouble. clients. And then the clients say, "Hey, I was like reading a thing, or I heard from someone. Are you doing black hat?" And you go, "Of course not." Yeah. Uh, if you want to like really kind of see some of that stuff, I mean, there's like a million. I mean, forums you can check out. Like the Warrior Forum was really popular back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that was cool now. stuff. Black Hat World was really like popular back in the day. Um, it's so popular. I don't really know what else there is to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some like pay for, you know, like premium like pay forums and stuff where they give you stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's like paid Slack channels um, where you can like learn stuff. That makes but, sense. You know, there's like there's a rich community out there um, of people that that will take your money to teach you like black hat things for sure. Um, <laughs> Gladly. So, so I guess uh, in summation, if you really want to expedite becoming an SEO, listen to this podcast while reading uh, Moz while watching Becker videos, <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah, that'll take care of all of it. So yeah, you'll know exactly. I what's just really want to know why that guy wins the rank and Bing. <laughs> so. You know, listen, people's people's got their, it's really getting to me. They've got those motives, and and one thing that I would say is. Um, if so maybe someone came to them and they said, I'll rank you guaranteed on Bing, yeah. which is like a pretty interesting guarantee. I would say, uh, I'll give you two fifty <laughs> to do that. Like, like $2.50. $2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you mean, <laughs> and then I'll yeah. still be at a loss. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, okually, here's a good question. I actually have a story I can relate to this today. Great. Love it. Um, what SEO metrics are important and what tools can I use to make my life easier? I think we'll both easily agree on this. 
Yeah. Why don't you start? Well, I mean, let's start with the free ones. Um, it's going to be Google Analytics. It's going to be Search Console. Well, do you want? Let's start with the metrics or the KPIs. What, well, they're what are the main ones? about tools? So, okay. Well, yeah, no, I'm, they I'm start gonna, with gonna, what's important and then we'll use the that. tools. Yeah. So, okay. all right. So, really, what you want to know as an SEO is what? <laughs> what do I rent? Yeah, that's funny. Well, sorry guys, we were also watching like a basketball game right now. UCF is beating the crap out of USF. Oh, they're, sorry, they're, have to, they're whooping them. Yeah, they go. Um, so what you want to know, like the name of the game, right, is traffic and keyword rankings. So those are the two most important things in SEO. Oh well, I mean, conversions are the goals. Well, it depends on what the purpose of a website, the, your website is. I mean, you so, know, you know, for e-commerce and be sales, it's for a so, small business. So that, be that's, a, that's a bigger, that, that's a larger conversation, right? So, you know, you want to get with whoever owns the website, who's paying you or if it's your own website, what's like the, the purpose of the website, right? Is it just to get traffic? Are you trying to get traffic from ads? Are you trying to get affiliate sales? Are you trying to sell an actual product? You do an e-commerce? Oh, you know what? This is kind of like a podcast in itself for I sure. Know. So, so let's just so do the like I, wanna, I don't want to focus on that, but let's say um, it isn't your job to, to, get conversions particularly it's it's to drive traffic to like a website that'd be right? kind of weird wouldn't it be um not necessarily no um so okay so let's say what, what you want to know is like regardless of what the purpose is keywords in your rankings are what's going to drive traffic and going to get you conversions anyway so so like those are the important things right mm -hmm. and so you know you you want to see how the, the pages that you have on your website, how the content that you have is performing and how it's ranking and who's coming in, who's dropping off immediately, maybe how far they're scrolling down the page. Maybe there's things on the page that they're clicking that you want to analyze. There's like a lot of things, but you want to start right with Google Analytics, which is free. Uh, you know, I always say it's like pretty much uh, they give it, they give you like a Ferrari, but people only know how to drive like a Volkswagen. Basically, they only learn like tiny little things about it. It's um, it's pretty extensive. Yeah, there, there's a um, lot I've, to be learned about it. There's a lot you can get out of it, and very few people know how to get a lot out of it. That's like AdWords. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, so, so much more complicated. We could too. do many many podcasts on just the cool stuff that you can do in Google Analytics. And I actually would suggest uh, taking some classes on that if you could. They, um, they still have courses. I don't know if there's certifications or whatnot or anything. And that, and that kind of actually circles in like how to learn SEO. Do yeah. they have some so courses out the there? problem here, right, is Google's not going to really give you the keywords that people are coming to your website for, mm -hmm. right? They're not really going to give you keyword rankings. They give you that a little bit in Search Console, which is also a free tool that I would suggest everyone getting if you have a website. Um, so they're going to tell you a little bit about what people are searching to get to your pages and search console and Google analytics is basically telling you how people are, are interacting with your website once they're on it and like the medium that they're coming to your website from. So if it's Facebook, it's direct. So they're type, you know, they're coming directly from like a link. Are they Googling you? All that information is in there, but you want to know page views. You want to know like sessions. You want to know, um, bounce rates of, of people like on those pages. And then you want to be able to track events of particular things, particular actions that happen on a page in a website. Yes, Sam goals is a little bit more complicated and probably can't really do the walkthrough of that right now, but that'd be one way to, to show if like something was being you know, a successful campaign would equate to some sort of event or goal that yeah. occurred on a page. So for, for on website analytics, I always use Google because honestly, it, you're getting it straight from the source and I've never found a tool that is better than that. I like clicky. 
in cer- certain scenarios, it has its merits. Clicky can be useful for like really only one scenario I can think of. And, and, then if the, and if there's massive amounts of uh, data, but I've never really worked on websites that get ten, tens of thousands of visitors a day, I know Omniture is still out there. Um, so as far as like figuring out what keywords I rank for, I mean, you're going to have to go with a third-party source if you're serious about doing SEO at all. Um, I suggest uh, SEMrush. Oh, they do a pretty good job of that. You like them for rankings? I, I use Certbook um, personally. Honestly, they're kind of Certbook is cool because it, you can update them instantaneously if you want. You can you can do like real time updates. It'll it'll affect the cost of your package or arrangement yeah. if you get it that um, quickly. I find that their tracking of like local pack keywords is really inaccurate. I also find that like. The, Most of them are inaccurate. Certbooks is is tricky because what happens is if you include local listings, it'll just like throw. It won't like say it's a, it's like in a map. So what happens is like if you're the first on maps, it'll say that you're ranked number one, mm-hmm. but like you might be ranked fourteen organically. But then it'll say you're one because it automatically yeah, pulls in pulls the maps with, with, without differentiation. Yeah, um, which is kind of an issue. SEM Rush uh, also has its problems. So Clicky, or sorry, um, what was the one that you have again? I used to have it. Uh, you're talking about. What for rankings? A certbook. Certbook. That's the one I used to use too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and certbook is like really on the cheap end uh, of tools to do keyword. It's not. Rankings. It's not too bad. I mean, that that's like definitely like relative to it, whatever people are used to spending. It, it's it's a very inexpensive option to track your keywords on a monthly basis. Um, I track fifteen hundred though, so that's yeah, why it's more. But so just to get an account a paid account in SEM rush it's it's over a hundred dollars a month to yeah. track anything in there and then yeah. you're still limited to the, the amount of keywords that you can track um so you know um Surbug is is a much lower cost option to do those things and there's hrefs i mean there, there's a lot of stuff that that you can get so if you want to get competitive data on you know like what other your competitors websites rank for uh you know the top ranked pages the keywords they rank for all the stuff um, you know how much content they've published. You're not going to be able to get that from Google Analytics because you know that's only going to show you data on your own account for your own website. So uh, for that, I would suggest like Ahrefs, which, which is also expensive, or like Majestic. Uh, that's a really really good tool. And SEMrush again, like those are they're both really good competitive data analysis tools to kind of figure out content gaps that you might have. Um, but I don't know. I've spoken enough about this. I feel like you need to contribute. Well, I know like. Uh... I wasn't even like sure if that's exactly what the original question was. I mean, these are all like useful tools, but I think that they were just talking about measuring success or were they measuring? Well, I think they're they're asking what should they measure and what tools I mean, should they use to measure it. Okay, so we measure. I mean, for for me, all my campaigns we measure um, traffic. We make sure, so there's things that we measure to to signify if, if our campaigns go in the right direction, and there's things that we measure to see if if people. Are getting the return on investment from like investing in actual like SEO and SEM. So if we're gonna track the trends, that's the analytics. We're gonna track like traffic organically, referral, direct, whatever. If it's trending the right way, we measure that. Um, keywords are always gonna have be a good indicator if your th- if your campaigns are in the right direction. But ultimately, leads is what I measure the most. And then the two ways that you can typically do that are calls and forms. <clears throat> And then sometimes it's chats. Yeah. So I'm actually in, in the situation where they do not care about leads or calls. And they it's only just, care just about traffic. So, just so bizarre to me. I know. But that's why we're well, different no, sides of it. Well, no, because the core of the business is doing fine. But what they want to try and become, right, what they're using as leverage is how much web traffic they get mm-hmm. for a related topic. 
so they're like we don't we don't care about any of that don't focus on any of that just focus on like increasing traffic for as many terms in this niche as like humanly possible yeah and so, so i know I mean, it's that, kind of bizarre well that's a measure kind of like internally for your own like reference yeah. of success but for, for me it's like this is uh, how we measure success for you providing SEO services to clients. I'll tell you the interesting thing I was asked today, though, about metrics. Uh, why doesn't it, isn't it called the matrix? About the metrics matrix. Um, so it does well be. So they, they hired this person, and she's super nice. She's very smart. She builds, uh, she knows how to build algorithms, and that's, like, what her experience is. Ooh. But they kind of hired her to, to, like, be the, like, the metrics analytics master for like everything like making like combined stuff right and but she doesn't really know google analytics at all. um but she has some sort of like third-party software like through like the google api like it connects all the stuff and it connects into other tools sets and all this stuff right but she was like asking me about you know there's like one major site that gets a lot of traffic and there's like eight other smaller websites that all have separate google analytics accounts because that's how you would set that up yeah you know they're separate domains and it's not a multi-site that's right and so she was like i need to see uh basically every page and like the traffic that's gone to every page for all the websites Ooh, that's in tricky one place and in one place and i eh? was like well you can't do that i mean, I mean <laughs> so, well i mean yeah essentially they don't have like you're the, gonna the, have to individual just add dashboard. that all up you're gonna have to like export that and each one is its own entity to have its own dashboard I know. Yeah. That's what I was, I was telling you. There isn't a way to like do that combined. I mean, there is a way, but okay. it wouldn't. It would be well. There's a will. There's a way, but it, it would, just doesn't make it sense. It would be really. nonsensical, yeah. right? So like, you could create a separate account and then put the same GA code on all those websites, and it would combine that's, all that that's, stuff. That's true. That um, is true. I don't know how you. That'd would, be like, very convoluted and very I, I odd approach. I wouldn't like want any information off of that. <laughs> so. I don't know how that would be helpful. Yeah, I don't either. It would be helpful for that one thing. It's like, here's all of the pages across all of these domains that give you that information. But um, just going back real briefly, because I said that I'm, I measure leads, um, the tools I use um, for calls is CallRail, mm. which has been so cool because it's one of the first times ever I've been able to track if calls came in organically, which I love. Oh, that's interesting. I just do that with tracking numbers. I, I didn't tell you that that's what CallRail is able to dynamically replace number if it came in organically. No. Yeah. That awesome. is fantastic. And then if you have multiple... How far back does it does it follow the like the source? So like, let's say they came not from the... They didn't call the Google My Business listing, but they came from Google to the website. And then yeah. You can still track all that too. Mm -hmm. And does it replace the number depending on what the source of the traffic is. Yeah, that's dynamic. So if it comes in through through Facebook, it'll switch to this number. Yeah. If it comes in through a dire this directory, this, this directory, this, this directory, this, paid, it, it, you don't even have to like do a pixel. You don't have to coordinate anything with AdWords. Mm -hmm. it, it has like a drop down that says like, is this like AdWords? So like yeah. we already know. We have a AdWords. service like that that we, that we use at our studio and it provides you like local tracking, like local, um, Area codes oh, and, 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 and it's always and it's always local area yeah. codes, yeah. yeah. And then so that's that's cool that we don't get into too many details because we've been on this topic for about eight minutes. And then um, we're not really using too much of contact form seven anymore because it's kind of fallen behind behind as far as like contact forms. Um, we like to use gravity forms. There's more options and it seems to be a lot smoother. So here's a question that I don't have a solution for, but I'd like one. Maybe okay. you have one. Uh, automated alarms and broken links. I'm looking for an online service that will periodically, daily slash weekly, check for broken links on my site and notify me. 
thank you guys. <laughs> so there are definitely alerts out there for if, especially if you have like blog networks and whatnot. If your website goes down, so if you give it a list a list of URLs, it'll crawl like those 100, 200, 500 URLs every day. Yeah. Or like once a week and give you an alert if one goes down. I don't know. Do you know it, what the it would is called? I'd have to. I'd have to remember. I'll put it in the footer. Oh, okay. Of whatever this is. <laughs> I kind of want to know what that is too. Um, I, I was gonna say you could do some stuff with like uh, automation with like Screaming Frog to like crawl. That that, that would make sense. Send you. <coughs> send you an email if it finds one. There's a hundred percent a tool out there that does it. Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I do think that would be a cool thing to have, and I, I wish there was like an easy one that did that. Um, is it basically just something like a crawler to like roll, run through your site? Or you might have to write your own script and, and just do it yeah, yourself. Yeah, you can custom do, the, do that stuff for sure. It, um, it doesn't seem very out of reach. So, sorry, La Locura 777 I don't have an answer for you, but Ryan kind of had one. Uh, we don't know what the actual name of the thing is. Uh, so it sucks I, I to suck. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of messed that one up. Okay, so... I'm going through. You're going to have to fill the dead air with something. Yeah, so, so UCF is up by, by 24 points. We're just absolutely absolutely beating that ass. All right. So okay, great. Okay. Got it. Tracking conversions. That's the title of this post. Oh, man. I feel like I almost just talked about Ooh, that. Oh, I know. Hey, guys. I hope this community is the right place for asking. Reddit? Nope. <laughs> we're going to call you stupid, and we're going to meme you. No, you're good. Okay. Reddit's absolutely great. I work at an online agency, unnamed... And we want to track the conversions that come from ads and lead to being a client of ours. Currently, the conversion is if someone clicks on an ad and after becoming a client downloads his SEO report from our download page. Naturally, this is far from perfect because we often test the download function and current clients make the conversion every month. Uh, is there a better way to track the conversion from ads? Thank you. Did, um, they didn't just answer their own question? Yeah, I mean, I felt like there's a lot of solutions for this thing like do you have like an actual like crm because any crm would like this would be like one the 101 like day one thing it would do it would just find the record for that email address and that person and then like it would just lump together and like their lead sources and then you would just know that like it's not like a new lead and if it wasn't a new email address and, and all that information it would it would be coming as a new one so like Salesforce, uh, what are some other CRMs that you could get? Um, I mean, we use PipeDrive. There's, um, there's like a million autopilot. There. There's like literally a million. Zoho. There, are, there are a lot. There CRMs. This is like we're, we're living in an age where like if there's anything that seems like relatively simple, but you can like automate it or digify it, <laughs> digitize yeah, it. Like, sorry, I don't, um, there's like 20 options for it. Yeah, like I don't even that. I don't even know really how to respond to that. I already like, forget what the question it's is. It's such like a, yeah. There's Paul, like and, I are, Paul and I are actually, for the record, are not drinking today. No. Because um, we're just kind of um, a little bit on the sleepier side and we prefer not to. Um, but I don't, still don't really know what the question <clears throat> okay. was. I think it was answered already. Got a good question here. Finding keywords when they are all super low traffic. I'm yeah. working on keywords for an extremely niche-focused attorney. And we are the people to answer your question, oh, my friend. Oh my gosh, Dude, I have a story about this just today. I have you. a story from today. All right, we've identified some strong buyer personas. All right, uh, now that I'm starting to do keyword research, I'm finding that nearly none of the types of searches these personas would likely make have any data or search traffic. They are that specific. In this circumstance, how do you all recommend we identify target keywords? Thanks in advance. 
Um, so I actually have kind of a, the short answer is sometimes they're not a good candidate for doing SEO. Um, and they might be better for doing it. But you, you take that buyer persona and you do a push <coughs> campaign instead of a pull campaign. Um, let me cite an example. Since, okay. since this person already is in the legal field and they're gonna know what I'm talking about. So when you're legal, you all know that there's gonna be plenty of practice areas that are always gonna get traffic no matter what. And we're gonna talk about your personal injury, you're gonna talk about your criminal, your divorce, your family, bankruptcy, right? It's always gonna be straightforward. It's always gonna be very easy to know. It's always gonna be like bankruptcy lawyer, attorney, personal injury lawyer, whatever, okay? When you start getting a little bit more niche, and this happens a lot, and I'd be curious to know if this is consumer law, because in consumer law, you have people that do very specific things. I've had a client that did credit card lawsuit defense. There's no traffic. You have, I have someone that did TCPA and FDCPA law. Very little traffic. I talked to someone today, and they're like, I want to get more cases for consumer law. And I'm like, what kind of consumer law do you do? Because there's like hundreds and hundreds of different examples. And he's like, I do lemon law, and I do like these specific things. You couple that with the geography, you're going to get no traffic. Um, so what do you do? Um, I think your options are strongly consider doing SEO for them because the search volume is so specific that even if you cover everything from like short tail and long tail and you're writing like every variation You of, mean don't do SEO for them? You might not be able to. Well, you said do SEO for them. Oh, well, yeah, I meant no. The opposite. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like... Sometimes you just have to like pick your battles and it, like people just... I know that's like not the answer probably someone wants to hear, but like there isn't traffic. It's it's not easy to say that as an SEO practitioner, but like some businesses, like it's just not the most valuable of mediums for marketing, you know? Yeah. Like it might be a thing where it's like traditional like uh, marketing is actually going to work better. Um, yeah. It's gonna, or, or trade shows. Or, 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 like, or you do. Yeah, you, you have to like garner those relationships doing it kind of like rubbing elbows and like networking and word of mouth so like the old school or you might just have to do a push um you you if you've identified your buyer persona like cool good for you like put ads in front of them then i would even suggest maybe like looking at working at with some like email lists and stuff and like doing like pushes sure. like that sure um, I, I mean people think that seo is going to be uh cover everything but if you're getting no search results um, I've already had several of these campaigns where we ranked number one for all the keywords that we thought were going to work, and it got like two or three visitors a month. It's just how it goes. So to answer your question, maybe nothing. Maybe don't do the SEO approach, um, and then consider doing a push approach, because the hard part about the push approach is identifying the buyer persona, or however you call it. I call it we call it target audience. Yeah. But, but um, And then if you can serve ads to the right audience you've already identified, maybe it's a better campaign. Okay. Yeah. I hope that, that answered it there. Let's do one more. Just one more because we're, we're a little ways in. That's way past my bedtime. <laughs> not really, though. It's not even 9 o'clock yet. Okay. I'm trying to find a real good one here. That's cool. So, yeah, we'll talk. so we're here in Orlando, Florida. On Saturday, we're going to have the chili cook-off. Joey Chestnut once did that, and Black Widow. They did a chili eating contest. And actually, Tijuana Flats provided the chili i didn't even know that they had chili i wonder if it was spicy god i really hope i find a question really soon so you can stop talking about chili. yeah so when i went to the chili cook off like a Ooh, couple man a couple of years ago uh, the best chili that i had was okay, actually okay what Tony should Ramos. i do with my low quality content boom 
What? Uh, delete it. <laughs> I do. Okay, my site has hundreds of pages with low quality content and low traffic. What should I do with them? Delete it. Or 301 redirect them. Well, I mean, well, you never want a 404. Like 404 just means like that's horrible. You messed idea. up. <laughs> wow, that is not you, you that is an option. Doing, hey, um, people, for the record, 404 is never an option. Yeah, it's yeah. a broken link. Do not ever have 404s. So uh, 301 doesn't right, really here, even make here's sense. Here's what I would say that you should do, my man. All right, it's neither it's neither option. I or my. I don't want to know if it's a man, whatever, my person. Well, I'm, I, I have in mind what it is. What do okay. you say? Um, you can rewrite bad content, um, and, it, and it can rank after you write it. So it doesn't mean that, like, you have to necessarily delete it. Like, if it's, I mean, it just really depends. Like, are you trying to target, like, a high traffic term in it, and it's, like, 200 words, and it's really, really crappy, and it's, like, out of date or whatever? I mean, like, you can keep the same URL, and then you can actually just build up that page, and, like, Google will usually reward you if you update pages with, like, quality content once it's re-indexed. I've done it many, many times. It should only only have, like, traffic going to it already, though. Um, I think that I can think of two options. Well, I can actually think of three options. A, if it's bad, just delete it. You just said it was bad, so freaking delete it, and that's it. B, you can take it off your website and put it uh, use it in blog networks or syndication <laughs> to build links back to your website but yeah I know how to do that but my main thing that I would suggest is consolidation so what I would do is take all the all the underperforming pages that are that are all like grouped together and all similar in topics and just make them massive pages and see what happens then yeah like add the content together but what if they're not related that it is only if they're related yeah only do I'm, it. I'm assuming that, that there's if you have, make, but make a new page but it's a new page yeah i'm assuming that if you have that much content on like one website that there's going to be groups and clusters of these pages that are similar enough that they can all be combined into one page but i promise you though like you can have a a page you have an existing url that's indexed and it can have crappy content and if you beef it up you add like a thousand words of content you add some videos you add some cool stuff into it maybe some infographics i don't know you just really like put a lot of time and effort into it. Google will reward that, and it'll rank. Like you don't have to just let it be the like, oh, it's indexed, and this is always what's going to be. Like that stuff changes all the time. Like like Google does like pay attention to like updated content. You you had that old picture of Obama like on a skateboard with sunglasses with like explosions. That's a cool picture. You remember that picture? I do. And then they made a Trump one. I don't like it as much. So, anyways, all right. Well, I hope that answers. We can do one enough. More. Okay. You can do one more. Because they're not at the 40-minute mark. And plus, we're, yeah, we're just trying to have fun. Right? Oh, we're having fun. It's all the same questions. But if you can't find it, don't worry about it. Because <laughs> I'm going to start okay. talking about the chili okay. cook-off again. This is a good one, dude. My domain is a .com for a local biz. Should I change it to .co.nz for local SEO? I was a New Zealand one. Will this affect local SEO? I have built the entire site .com, and now I only realize I don't own the .co.nz domain anymore. I've done a lot of local link sites, Chamber of Commerce, et cetera, Search Console, and on page SEO for the .com, but now I'm thinking, thinking it was all for nothing. Any advice <laughs> on how I can keep the existing site but move or change the domain? You should Don't just change feel it. Ba- you <laughs> just should just feel it. bad. Well, I mean, like, um, we're, like, pretty good about, like, uh, well, we're all about using, like, the country's, like, you know, TLD and stuff, but if you already put on the effort, don't worry about it. Yeah, I would... I mean, like, I would look around, too, at the landscape, and if there's other dot-coms that rank in your area for, for stuff... Um, I'm sure that there are. Dot-com is yeah. universal. Yeah, so I would just keep it the same and not too, not worry too much. As long as you're targeting, like, the location stuff on your website and the content and, like, the meta stuff, like, you're going to be fine. You, you know what they say about... about you know what they say about .co.nz? 
It's where Lord of the Rings was filmed. Oh yeah, that's that's like the one thing in their airport when you fly in. You know, it's like a giant uh, statue of Gollum. Oh my god, that's cool. Um, all right, now we did it. We don't want to answer any more questions right now. <laughs> all right, well guys, I hope that we answered all your questions um, this time around, and you know, feel free to email us additional questions or hit me up on Reddit. I mean, I'm sure you'll see me post it, and I we're happy to answer any of them. But you can email us at uh, SEO's Dead and Other Lies at gmail.com. Is that, is that forwarded into like one of your personal emails or something? No, I just open it and read it from do time you? to time. Yes, because it's attached to our YouTube channel. Do you get do you get like those emails like, Hi, my name is Shimlar. I'm from India, and I have a plenty of web services and web applications I'd love to share with you to make your website better. Well, considering that I get that those same emails across all of my emails all the time, um, it's not really a problem. Shimlar. But anyways, all right, so thanks for listening, guys. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.